fade in. Deep in the bayou at night, while the moonlight filters through the gently swaying trees, our story begins. Panoramic sweep of the bayou at night. A bird sounds its eerie call, and there is a creepy ring of incandescent light around the moon, looking like an ill omen of bad fortune. Camera focuses through the trees rapidly, finally resting on an old plantation just outside of New Orleans. The plantation house is a three-story antebellum mansion with a wraparound porch. There are gigantic ancient trees, Spanish moss swaying gently in the light summer breeze, giving the house a strange atmosphere. Decrepit slave quarters peek from behind the left and right sides of the mansion. Some of these run-down shacks have lights in their windows. But other than that, there seems to be no life on this solitary plantation. Narrator Voodoo Woman As long as I can remember, I've always had nightmares. Horrible, vivid nightmares of being lost somewhere in the bayou, just like the missus told us Celie did the night she disappeared. A young slave girl creeps from a rundown shack to the slave's entrance to the kitchen. She is going for her rendezvous with a master of the house. As she opens the side door to slip in, she pauses over a muffled sound she hears. Slowly, she makes her way to the spare room off of the kitchen used for slaves. She finds the master there, ready and waiting. Master, where have you been? Seely, I sorry I late, master, sir. Master, when I tell you to be here, you'd better be here. He grabs her demandingly, roughly. Seely, yes, sir, yes, sir. I'll be here next time. Please don't hurt me again like you done last time. Cut to view of Bayou, the plantation house, and the slave quarters behind. Night frogs begin to croak. The moon has significantly lowered in the sky, but the telltale ring is still surrounding it like an evil halo. Cut back to the room off the kitchen, where Celie is quickly retrieving her clothes. Once again, she hears the noise that alerted her earlier. Worried by the noise, she dresses quickly, occasionally glancing over her bare shoulders, trying to find the source of the decrepit shack behind the house. She almost reaches the door leading outside when a hand grabs her shoulder from behind. Behind her, the mistress stands bathed in moonlight. Next to her crouches the hired overseer, Big Jeb. Both of them have angry, accusing looks on their faces, as if they'd caught the slave girl in an unspeakable act of dishonesty and cruelty. The mistress's lips are twisted in a sardonic jeer, almost as if she's enjoying this moment. Mistress, growling angrily through clenched teeth. So, you thought you'd get away with slipping out behind my back. Well, you're not. Turns to the crouching man, Jeb. Well, boy, you know what to do with her, don't you? She gestures angrily at the pale-faced slave girl. Jeb. Yes'm, I thinks I does.